This is Geek Gloves Nerd. Trying to find something in common since 1996. We both don't like our kids. Geek Gloves Nerd. No, we don't. Nerd Gloves Geek. <laughs> At least she did. At least she did. Late last week. Late last week. No talking over the intro song. What? You heard me. Don't make me come over there. She's still living here. I'll put that effects back on your face, <laughs> on your voice. <laughs> Give me that gold band back right now. Alright. Ooh, it's not the response I anticipated. Put it back it, on. Put it back it, on. It's going to come off anyway. We can fix that address thing. You get to keep the house. Alright. You get to keep the kids. Oh no. <laughs> Bad trade. Not an even trade, is it? How you doing out there, people? This is Geek Loves Nerd, episode 16, brought to you the week of uh, May 18th, 2008. I am uh, James. I am the geek. And I'm Jen. I'm the nerd. And that's the most obvious by the directions of our microphones. Look at my microphone and then look at yours. Yours has been dunderfied. What do you mean, dunderfied? That's a new phrase, meaning kicked by the foot of a dunder. (laughs) It literally has been. It is a little bit jacked up to the left there a little bit. That's driving me crazy. Is that better? Go ahead and fix it. Is that better? There you go. See, that was was almost painless. It's awesome. Um, Well, anyway, welcome to another show. It's like three for three. Three for three in three weeks? Yeah. Wow. It's awesome that you understood what what (laughs) I was anticipating you would not. Um, Yeah, so uh, what's been going on in your life? Um, I, good. I've been sick. <laughs> Nobody cares about your fake illness. Oh my gosh! Oh, I'm sick. I have to lay on the couch and play my computer. Oh, don't bother me. Take the kids away. Oh, I'm too sick. <laughs> I was not like that. Uh, yes, you were. No, mm-hmm. I was genuinely ill. Mm-hmm. And you genuinely were like that. Oh anyway, my gosh. Let's talk about my weekly. Update. Okay, go ahead. Oh, no, you're going to make fun of me, and then it won't be well, funny. Well, gee, I wonder why I might make fun of you. <laughs> All right, let, why don't we do your weekly update? I just did mine, and you butchered it. I was sick. <laughs> I was sick, too, but nobody cared, so I still had to do everything. Oh, my gosh. I really wasn't sick. Though. Thank you. So that's kind of a lie. <laughs> anyway, what's your weekly update? Um, My weekly that's update. That's dumb. <laughs> I just figured I'd start early. <laughs> It's like when you say no to me before I even ask you something. Yeah, that's my new fun game. I I found out something. My brother is a Dungeons & Dragons player. He is one of the weird people. Which one? Uh, Tim? You can't say their names. Oh! The other one, who shall remain nameless. Really? See, I imagined it was Tim. No, John really likes... He's really good. You said a thing! Oh no, he will, he's no longer anonymous. He's now among the many Johns in oh, the world. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. So he, he plays D&D, huh? Yeah, isn't that weird? I don't think he plays it at Panera, though, cause since there's no Panera in his town. Yeah, but do, does he play, is he a LARPer? Has he ever gone to that extreme, where he's dressing up as his character? That I don't see my brother doing. I see him, like, sitting at Panera and doing the tabletop weird stuff. He's a LARPer. I'll ask him. I don't know. He would tell me. He doesn't care. So your brother is a is a gamer geek, a, a tabletop gamer. I think so. How That's did you funny. find this out? Because my sister listens to the show and she wanted to be mentioned. So there you go, <laughs> Teresa. You got mentioned. A little shout out to Therese. <laughs> uh, I, as I call her, I like to call her Leon. 
Because <laughs> her middle name's Noel. If you flip it backwards, I found it out early on. She hated me for years. Oh, she hated that so much, but it was really What's funny. Up, Leon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, my weekly update? Mm-hmm. I was sick like a dog. Oh, really? Yeah. It so really sad. was. But I, I, instead of just sitting around moping and crying all the mm-hmm. things that you say I did, I got some work done. Mm-hmm. And I designed a logo. Uh, for a friend of mine, children's pastor friend, and uh, it's called Energy Zone, and um, you could check it out at drawyouapicture.com. It's a light bulb with cool graphics. Was that really just a way to promo drawyouapicture.com? Well, you know, since you asked, you know, I can draw just about anything for ministry, business. Can you? Even a personal family member or a uh, podcast or uh, for just about anything for and $65. Much, oh, wow. Yeah, what a bargain. Well, it actually is. I'm about to ramp it up to 99 because I'm getting too many jobs and it's like, Oh, I can't yeah. do it all for $65 anymore. Yeah, that would be tough. So this is your last chance, peeps. Uh, but check it out at drawyourpicture.com if you see something you like. Also, uh, on nlcast.com, I'm doing something every Monday. I release... Shamelessly promoting Well, side. I might as well. This is my weekly update. But all right. it wouldn't take as long if I <laughs> didn't have a little side comments. Shameless. Anyway. No, what I'd like to say is that at nlcast.com, you could check out the Draw You a Picture project. Every Monday, I release mm. a... F- picture uh based on the comments and suggestions of our listeners and uh we what are, about the viewers we have no viewers we're not a video oh, but we have uh we're going through the alphabet a b c d mm-hmm. e f g and i think we just went through h i'm mm-hmm. doing h tonight i got a few modifications i want to make on it i'm going to release it late tomorrow afternoon about the same time people get this show so you should be able to see that it's herb the hot, no, the hairy and hot uh, hillbilly. Yeah. And I chose to do him as, as hot as in temperature hot, not hot as in a hot hotness. Oh, I'm glad guy. you went that way because so, it'd yeah. be weird for you to draw a so hot all you, guy. All you Geek Loves Nerd people, go check that out. Most Geek Loves Nerd people are NLCast people, so mm-hmm. they know, but I'd like to mention it anyway. Notice on this show that I'm able to say, the draw your picture project instead of the do your do it yourself project <laughs> like I do when David's around. He he makes me nervous. Yeah. Uh kid stuff. Any cool kid stuff going on this week? Um I took That's great. <sighs> you were, I'm, you I'm were, quitting. Quitting were, the show. You were messing with me. I know and you just can't handle it, can you? No. Anyway, um I take Jenna to this little fitness class. It's called Itty Bitty Fitness for three year olds. That's so darn cute. All right, I'm done. Thanks. No, Thanks it, for the show, guys. It's a great, uh, it's a great, it's a great thing. You're weird. Anyway, you're not paying attention to me. I am. I, I, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I took her to the class, and one thing that was kind of funny, but it's not really going to be funny when I say it, is um, they were supposed to play tag, and they had these color things, and they called the color, and they're supposed to run across. They totally didn't get it. What'd they do? They just, like, a bunch of them would just run, or they would all just stand there. How, how many three-year-olds was this? About seven. <laughs> they just had no concept of call the color. They just stood there with their little colored scarves, happily dancing, and they had no idea. Just frolicking about. And then when they were supposed to tag each other, they would just run in a circle. They would never actually catch one another. They would just, just keep running. Anyway, but the funny thing that happened was... um we were leaving, and another mother was like, Madison, come on, let's go. And Jenna's like, why is her name Madison? 
That's awesome. You didn't tell me that. I know. I waited. So I get a good reaction. That's awesome. Was <laughs> anyway. Medicine. Well, that's like when she thought, you know, we were eating plans for dinner. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, she um, she uh, really, really uh, felt sorry for me this week because I was sick like a dog. Mm-hmm. That's my kid update. I was sick. I was really sick and I had were no sympathy. Sick? Now, uh, so Jenna, um, Jenna wanted me to draw her. She comes down the, str- down the steps and you were there. Uh, she wanted me to draw her a harp, mm-hmm. a yeah. three-year-old. Draw me a harp. Yeah, not a harp. I'm like, which kind of harp? You know, because we're on the same mental wavelength. Mm-hmm. We're just so brilliant together. And so I drew her like an angel harp with the two little, the, like the lyre. Mm-hmm. Okay, and she's like, oh, thank you. Oh, and I'm like, well, there's actually another kind too. And I drew the kind, you know, that you mm-hmm. lean in that towards you yourself. But she's telling me as I'm drawing it, it has a lot of strings. Yeah, she I'm is. three, and I know this. <laughs> I know these things. And then why did she want you to draw well, you a harp? Well, okay, so that's what I'm asking. I'm like, okay, why did you want me to draw you a harp? You know, draw me a kitty, Daddy. I mean, that's normal kids, mm-hmm. right? Uh, she's like, I wanted an instrument on my paper. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay, you're a, a what? What is an instrument? I, uh, I know how to say it, and I know what it is. And I'm like, Jen, where? Why? Who? And Jen's like, it's uh, Little Einstein's. It's all she's watching for the rest of her life. That's from now what I was on. just gonna say. So tell your tell the people, grandparents, tell your grandkids. Just don't even bother with the rest of them. Well, they- that and the freaking Ubalubas or what is it? The boobas. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, that stuff yeah, will rot your way brain. Way past that, though. But still, everybody's way past that. Newborns yeah. are gonna get. Thunder's gonna, way past that. They're gonna de-evolve back into the womb if you watch <laughs> that stuff. That's dumb. It's not even scary. At least it's, Teletubbies. It makes Teletubbies look amazing. Yeah, it is weird. Uh, but, but Jenna did like it when she was really little. Jenna's really into Bunny Town right now. Yeah. I gotta say, I'm into Bunny Town too. We're canceling that. It's all Little Einsteins. I want her to play music like that kid. Okay. Well, I liked Bunny Town, too. As long as we just keep recording it for me, that's fine. I will rub it in her face that she's not watching it. Anyway, it's our main topic time. And uh, our main topic today was asked by a listener. Mm -hmm. And uh, she actually kind of referred it to you, so I'll go ahead and read it. Hi, Jen. I love listening to your podcast, and I have children with similar ages as yours. Uh, I'm also a stay-at-home breastfeeding mother, TMI. Uh, my oldest is a three and a half year old. My youngest is ten months old. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are both boys. Can't help her. They're both uh, boys. I'm no sorry. hope for you, ma'am. I'm sorry. Another next podcast. I can uh, only handle one boy, and I'm not real sure about that. Today, our topic is you're screwed. Uh, I f- I find that because of the lack of sleep, I also suffer from postpartum depression. It may be postpartum depression, but after 10 months, sweetie, this is your new life. Yeah, that's true. Although I think I had it with Jenna for a good year. You did. It, it you took, do. You I, do. I still do, but it's better than it used to be. There are days I can't seem to cope with having a three-and-a-half-year-old. My 10-month-old still does not sleep through the night, but neither does my oldest, which drives me nuts. But nothing is working to fix this. I would love to have some advice from a mother who sounds like she has it all together. Thanks. Jen. Apparently her name is the, Jen as well. This is weird. The so, three and a half year old doesn't sleep through the night because, either? Because, and that's what I asked her. I asked her, I followed up with these questions. Are you raising them alone? She said, no, my husband's very involved. And that's what I asked her. How involved is your husband? Very much. Uh, are there any special needs your children have? She says, no, other than they need new parents. No, she mm. didn't say that. <laughs> uh, do your kids sleep in their own room? She said, unfortunately, no. Mm, that was so one of my questions. Have enough bedrooms. Yeah. Um, what kind of discipline do you use? And she says, not real consistent anything. 
Ah, I didn't know you asked that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, her her specific issues led me to our main topic, which is the the issue we're dealing with with disciplining a three-and-a-half-year-old mm-hmm. and um, raising a newborn. Mm-hmm. Um, one one issue she, she raised there was getting frustrated with her three-and-a-half-year-old. My oldest is three-and-a-half, she says. Uh, I can't seem to cope with having a three-and-a-half-year-old. Um, what do you say? The first thing I'd say, considering it's a boy, is um, he needs to be taken somewhere, like the playground, or that sounded awful, <laughs> taken outside. In and the adoption uh, agency. Yeah. Um, I, I, they just have tons and tons of energy, especially boys, you know, more so than girls. I doubt it. Yeah, that's Jenna's pretty high strung. She is. But um, I've heard that a lot with boys, especially they just need activity. So or enroll him in a class, um, make him take him to the track and let him run. Right. Jenna's done. I've done that with Jenna where um, I've gone to the track um, just walking around with the baby and Jenna will run. And it's a great Just way wear to wear herself her. out. Yeah, she thinks it's so fun. Well, I, I got the impression that her frustrations, I mean, not just because he's three and a half, not just because he's a boy, but because there's a newborn in mm-hmm. there. And one thing I wanted to say is something I pointed out to you earlier this week and help. I don't know. I'm not perfect. You're not flawed. It's just something perfect, that I was able actually. to help you with. Yes. And it's very hard to find things that, to help teach you. Uh, but <laughs> I, I mentioned something about how you're not out of patience or frustrated really with the with the three-year-old mm-hmm. because the three-year-old hasn't changed right it's that you're frustrated with the baby but you can't change this baby and right. and you're out of energy and out of patience with him and so when you start to deal with the kid the three-year-old there's nothing left mm-hmm. you're starting at zero right whereas you had say at the beginning of the day you your, your patient starts over at 10 you know, you can you can knock them down, knock them down. It takes till six o'clock, eight o'clock, almost bedtime before you're down to zero with your three year old. Add a add a ten month old, a newborn to that, they take it down before mm-hmm. four a.m. in the morning. Yeah, exactly, and you've got nothing when left. You're not sleeping, but I think that's an important point because the the poor little guy hasn't changed. He's three and a half. It's just that you have just as much patience spread between two kids, and you can't even in a mother's mind, can't expect that little one to do anything different. So you expect it and you lose your patience and your temper Mm -hmm. with the other one. I have a bad habit of thinking of Jenna as being way older than three. Well, and that's that's her speech. I mean, she she is pretty advanced. But I mean, I just expect so much out of her. She's a genius. And it's not fair to her because she's the same kid she was before I had the baby. But it's like compared to the baby, she's a genius. Um, Well... And and so what I did is I, I actually suggested some things just right through the email that I'll go ahead and read, and we can either bog down on them or we could just breeze through them either way. Um, well, some of the stuff I'm doing to help my wife out with this whole issue of older child, younger child is and we've had some of those moments. You know, it, it's not just all Jen. You know, and her her viewpoint. There is date Jenna is a little a little bit uh, more needy. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, I don't know, me and her have bonded through this. You know, we've been closer than ever. We, you know, would go out on Mondays and do our, our events. You know, we have these classes. Jenna, I put Jenna to bed more often, you know, than ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, we ride home together in cars and all that kind of stuff. But one thing I've noticed, it's not enough. It's not enough. And one thing I suggested to Jen 
is that I'm not the problem in this one. You know, I'm not the the attention the attention deficit is not coming from here because she's getting more than me and she can stand. Um, the reason she acts up for Jen because she has started acting up, and maybe this will help for the Jen that, that wrote in, is that it's that patience and that that attention. You know, one to ten thing that we were talking about earlier is so tied in together. You don't have any more patience or attention to give than you do patience. Right. And so what I've uh, what I've seen as a third per- person watching Jenna is that if she can't get her mom's attention, she's going to get it. She can't get it being good. She's going to get it being bad. Which is why it's so frustrating. Right. Yeah. So it amplifies. It's like two monsters feeding off each other. Jen's frustrated, so she tries to focus on the one little baby that can't be changed and expecting the the three-year-old to chill because she should be able to understand that. And plus, I'm expecting her to be a little older than she is. And then Jenna, who's trying to be good at first, mom, 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 mom. That's being three, not being bad. Mm -hmm. But then it turns into that mom, 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 mom. And she just doesn't even bother anymore. She's going to yell from the other room. She's going to make a mistake. She's going to do something. She's going to start whining from the first sentence just because she knows where this train's headed she wants to go ahead and just get it over with Mm -hmm. um so what we've done is i have been and this is one of the things it's like third down but i've begun taking the boy at times Mm -hmm. instead of just taking jenna because that's what i'd been doing um but i've been taking the boy and giving jen a chance to hang out with her daughter and that actually we just did that this weekend it actually went really really well and did it help yeah, she really enjoyed it. She was much better for me in the store than she's ever been in her life, I think. And what did you guys do? Um, we uh, we went shopping, um, looking for sandals for her, which we didn't find. But And then uh, I also painted her toenails and her fingernails, which was very exciting And, and I want to mention, these were three different things. Mm-hmm. Um, she painted toenails first, and then later in the day, maybe even the next day, um, I it wasn't this big outing where I stayed home with the dunder. Um, I actually just took him for a while. Maybe it was thirty minutes, twenty five mm-hmm. minutes, yeah, it wasn't long. and went to Circuit City and walked around. And Jen and Jenna hung out at the Coles and looked at shoes and stuff. And then later that day, right before bedtime, if I'm not mistaken, Jenna's like, "Can we paint our fingernails?" And so they went and did that, and I held on to the boy. Mm-hmm. And so you know, it's just these little moments of time that they got to spend together and it's obviously positive time it's it's quality and quantity and all that good stuff and uh it's it's a time where jen doesn't have to be a parent she can just be a mom Mm -hmm. yeah i'm not trying to take care of two different kids needs at the same time because that's when i really lose it is when both of them are screaming then i'm just ready to run and i'm more than happy to help because you guys have heard me mention before you know the dunder I'm, i'm having a hard time um finding ways i can help but uh, Mother's Day, I sure enough figured it out. So mm-hmm. gave him a bottle. <laughs> but but he's starting to be more responsive too. He's smiling. Yeah. He he can be entertained. He's very very smiley. Oh my goodness! And yeah. that translates into being able to be entertained. So it's good. Here's some other stuff I wrote down. I wrote I focus on things with my my big girl that only big kids can do, mm-hmm. and things that I can do with her that I can't do with him. And I do that because there are times. Um, I'm sitting there and I'm making him laugh and she doesn't necessarily butt in like to get my attention. She doesn't turn her face toward me and like do that to me, do that to me. We Though that did happen, um, she will g- just want to get involved and share it. 
you know, to be a part of it. Same difference, I guess, ultimately. It just makes a difference to me. But but I've told her, Jenna, I, I've played with you. I'm playing with him. Mm-hmm. And then later, baby girl, will do something that we that I can't do with him. This is all he can do right. is lay here and, <laughs> and smile. smile. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, there. I mean, and, and if there's something we can both do together, if I can lay them both on the bed and tickle both of them and make them both laugh, oh man, I'm all about it. Um, but there are things that that we can't do, and I'll make sure to mention that. You know, if we're outside or we're on a bike, you know, hey, you're a big girl. This is something you can do. Now later, I'm going to be playing with a little guy, and uh, you know, he can't do all this stuff. So you got to let me play with him, Re- and then I'll refer to that. You remember when we were out on the bikes, you know? And this repetition helps her realize, you know what? If I'm because kids live in the moment, especially mm-hmm. three year olds. But you know what? He was with me. And now right. he's going to be with the brother. And I think this is good. It is hard on her and Jen on, out there in, in podcast land. It's hard on your on your oldest. But it's also the, the very thing that's going to keep him from being one of those for, those only children type people. <laughs> that are just, yeah, really that, difficult to deal and with. And that can't think about anybody else's needs yeah. other than their own. So it is a little frustrating. It's a little hard to watch their personality change a little bit. But it's, it's really for the best. It really is. If you can teach them how to share. Um, so I talk about things the baby can't do. I patiently remind her, I've already said this, there are times I play with him and she'll just have to wait. Mm-hmm. And has she gotten mad about that? Yes. Has she started whining and crying? Yes. Has she gone straight to timeout until she got her attitude <laughs> straight? Yes. And how long for, uh, for timeout? One minute per year of life. Mm-hmm. So about three minutes later, Jenna, are you done? Yeah. What did, what'd you go in timeout for? Because I wouldn't, you know, da 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 da. Okay, and what do we need to do next time? Blah 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 blah. Or what's going to happen? You're going to whip me within an inch of my life, you evil <laughs> husband, father. Yeah, no, that's not what happens. But uh, and then um, I okay, I said this. I will play with both tickling mostly when I can. I include him during our bedtime story times and prayers. So just this idea of him being involved mm-hmm. and uh, uh, sharing these moments. So look for moments where you can do the same thing with both of them because it's going to take the same amount of energy to do it with one as it will with two. So you might as well, you know, find those moments. And then um, I and then the last one, I've been trying to take him so Jen can play with her uh, since that seems to be the core issue today at the park. I took the boy. So she could play. That was another thing we did this week. We mm-hmm. went to the park, and I took the boy and Jen and and Jenna got to crawl through tunnels and and push on the swings and all the stuff I usually do with them. And uh, so we're also planning on letting Jen have girl nights where they can go out and that kind of stuff. So um, those things, you know, it's just about balance. Yeah, and it's about asking the question: How can I make this work? Because it's just as different for us as it is for Jenna. Right. It is definitely a challenge. I don't know how people with many, many kids do it. I don't either. I don't think they do it well. I mean, you came from a family of four. I came from a family of five. Yeah, it's I, like they spend less and less time. <laughs> it's the further you are down the line. Well, they <laughs> by I, the time you're the baby, you can do whatever the freak you want. Nobody cares. <laughs> it's true, man. They don't. It's just like I think parents try really hard with their first one. They're like, oh, that didn't work out too well. Let me try it with the second one. <laughs> oh crap! This is too much work. Three and it. four. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look to your older siblings. They might help you along in life. And there was David. Five? What? (laughs) Whoops. We didn't plan on this one. This one, the rest of them can raise him. Yeah. So let's let's see how that worked out. Um, But postpartum depression, I can understand that being extended, especially with the lack of sleep thing. I think the lack of sleep is the core there. That is. 
And I have to say, and I'll speak to this, and I, I don't know if my advice will be exactly, but um, one thing um, that I've come to with the lack of sleep is um, see, try. I, you may have tried a million different things, but try to do something different to where that baby will sleep through the night because that's just too long. That's too long to go without sleep. I have heard that, um, especially breastfed babies, will get in the habit of getting up in the middle of the night, even though by that age they shouldn't need to. And you may need to, I don't know, maybe put the older one in bed with your husband and you lay no, in the- put him in a pallet on the floor. Yeah. Don't get that older one used to sleeping with you but, guys. But um, put him in your room and let the baby cry it out. And, um, yep. We, and we used if, to have to do that with Jenna. Yeah. Just let him scream. I, mean, I, I love what they said on another podcast. Uh, well, what's it called? Lynn and Nora on Jawbone Radio. They had their newborn, and uh, the baby was crying. And Lynn, Nora, she's just real sarcastic. And she was like, yeah, he's got it bad, in, or she's got it bad in there. I can understand how being surrounded by stuffed animals in a customized room with uh, handmade quilted sheets could be such a terrifying experience. Yeah. <laughs> and they just let the baby cry. <laughs> And but they've got like twelve or fourteen yeah, kids. They don't even. They can't <laughs> They're even so get past upset. five. <laughs> but I mean, I I just I don't think I myself cannot function like a normal person without sleep. So mm-hmm. I you know I don't even think it's postpartum depression as much as it's lack right. of sleep. Yep. That just makes me a monster. Just exhaustion. And um, so if there's any way in the world to do that. Um, I would try, even if, try a bottle, try your husband doing a bottle, you know, just about anything. But I've heard of babies, so if you don't break them of that, they'll keep getting up for like two years wanting a bottle or wanting to eat. Well, and at the same time, she's got this three and a half year old getting in the habit of getting up too. Yeah. Now, Jenna would pull that mess and we just had to keep putting her to bed, putting her to bed. But if they're sharing a room, you, I don't know, I don't know, the, the big guy, you can tell him what to do, put him on a pallet on the floor at the foot of the bed. And and get that baby to where he's sleeping through the mm-hmm. night, and then put the big guy back. Yeah, and work. You know, have your husband work with you. the The problem I have with middle of the night stuff is you you're so foggy when you wake oh, up. Yeah. You don't think straight. No, and you just want them all to be quiet. Shut up. <laughs> you want to go back to sleep. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, because I I am less likely to let him cry very long because I don't want him to wake up Jenna. Right. And they're not even in the same room. So I can imagine that would be really difficult. But there's going to come a time. I mean, I remember with Jenna, we just were like, you know what? He's not hungry. She's not hungry. She's not wet. She's not anything. She's just wanting to be And they will, they will get in that habit where they just, they think they want to eat, but they don't physically need to eat anything at that point. Right. You know, I, so. I deal with that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Like, I'm hungry right now, but I don't physically need to eat uh-huh. anything. I spiritually need to eat something. Oh, okay. Mentally need Whatever. to eat something. <laughs> uh, so anyway, did if we pretty much beat this down, is there any other passing comments? Mm. You know, I don't know. Uh, the only other thing I say is enlist the help of your husband for some logical ideas, because I know it's hard in the in the midst of, of taking care of the kids to think logically. And you know, I'm always t- one for talking about the husband's role in these crazy matters. I, I will say this. The husband can provide... A third part, third party perspective. Somebody from the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Somebody, and, and I'm going to take heat for this, but uh, I believe God made us a balance. Uh, women tend to be emotional. Men seem to be uh, tend to be logical. I know there are variations on every single one of those themes, but together you make an awesome team. And to to totally. Uh, discount his opinion because he's not getting up, you know, or he's not this that, and the other. I, I think it would be a mistake. 
And um, and but husbands, all all none of them that listen to the show, uh, <laughs> you know, present your uh, present your arguments with uh, fear and fear and trepidation, and uh, on bended knee, you know, presenting a cup of our favorite yogurt, perhaps already. <laughs> Uh, with the lid licked clean, I don't know. I just made that part up, but uh, <laughs> seriously, just find your, find your place to to bring that up and to mention it. And then also, if you want your advice to be taken, always make sure it includes a sacrifice on your part. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Well, it's just like at church when people's like, "Hey, can you you should do a horseback riding class right here in the inner city? These <laughs> kids are struggling with gang violence, and what's going to cure them is a nice thoroughbred horse." <laughs> and I'm like, "That sounds like a great idea." And I've learned instead of just taking it and walking away, I say, "Would I feel like the Lord is calling you to, to start it. this?" Show. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Any- Thing about horses? <laughs> Let me get out of here. Clippity, clippity, clippity. So yeah, uh, husbands, take that advice and go to town with that. You're like, honey, you know what I think would really help you out? I think a foot massage would help you out. So why don't you give me one? You know, that's not really going to do it. <laughs> and flop your feet right on up there to her. Not happening, boys. All right, uh, that's, I guess, our main topic. A little shorter than usual, and that's mm-hmm. good because I'm tired. Uh, it is a Sunday night after all, after a big day. Mm-hmm. No church next Sunday night. Hallelujah to you. Yeah. Hey, ask Jen. Here we go. Hey, guys, this is Robert from Norway, which will explain the bad grammar, but does it explain the bad reading? Um, I am currently studying to become a minister in the Norwegian State Church. Um, love all your podcasts, James. And I have a question for Jen. I am getting married this summer and was just wondering how it is to be a pastor's wife. For example, husband working irregular hours and Sundays. Is there a lot of expectations from members of the congregation, etc.? I understand there might be some differences between our churches or even our countries, but what is your experience of being a pastor's wife? Keep up the good work, guys. Robert. Great question. Um, I would first say, um, the best thing that Robert could do for his um, wife-to-be... Is quit. <laughs> quit being a pastor, you dork. Bad plan. No, um, is to uh, always protect her and defend her and don't... With a taser. I'll give you an example. Don't don't say with a taser. No. Um, when my wife was pregnant, I got up and I had an announcement to make. And while I was there, I announced my wife was pregnant and everybody clapped. And I said, and don't any of you touch her belly. Exactly. And they thought I was joking, but I wasn't. But people, people would. But uh, they stopped. All but one lady. Yeah, and she was crazy. But uh, so, yeah, little stupid things like that. Well, and don't have, don't have expectations of your wife that are just, that are based on what other people My would church think. hired me. Yeah. They did not hire my wife. Mm-hmm. And no more than I would anybody would expect her to work if I worked at a quick trip, which is a uh, gas station in the area. A very nice one if you ever get a chance go. Uh but I, I they wouldn't expect her to come in and work for free if I was a manager at a quick trip. But in church, same thing. I do not expect her to work. Everything she's ever done in my ministry has been volunteer. She has done all kinds of different things and still continues to be very involved even with the dunder around. But she's volunteer. She can quit anytime she wants, just like anybody else. And I don't let people talk about her. I will go if I mean. There's been a couple stupid people that have said stupid things. And uh, what? 
I, I don't know about these people. Or these yes, people. you do. Oh, you've let me know. It's been a long time. Mm. Um, no, nobody's talked anything behind your back, but they've come to you one-on-one and said things or whatever, and I always take up for you. Mm-hmm. I always go and deal with it. And, um, yeah, I do not I – I just don't. But anyway, they didn't ask me. Here, let me ask some of his questions, though. Um, he says, husband working irregular hours and Sundays. Um, one thing that, that, uh, our church does is James gets Friday off since he works all day Sunday. Woo-hoo. And so that kind of helps that, um, the irregular hours. So we have a full weekend. Yeah. The, the other thing that I do, um, that helps me not feel kind of left out and, and, uh, bored with all the hours is I'm involved in everything he does on Sunday. So even though he's working all day Sunday, I'm with him all day Sunday. So it's not like I'm just sitting at home waiting for him to come home. Right. And, um. What was the other question? Well, I mean, I, oh. I will address when we first went from being lay people just working in the church to being pastors in the church, the first thing that changed was Sundays mm-hmm. um, because you don't go to church to go to church anymore. You go to church to work, and it meant taking two different cars right. and leaving at two different times, and it, it meant rewriting the schedule. I mean, it meant not going to service as much because mm-hmm. uh, you're you're working behind the scenes. You've got your own ministries you're doing. And it's been, you know, it's been a big adjustment, but it's been years now, and we've kind of gotten used to it. And it works for us, I think. Yeah, I think it works really well. Um, the other question was, is there a lot of expectations from members of the congregation? I think there can be. I mean, we have a really big church, and James is just one of many pastors. Fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, so there's not as many expectations on me as there would be if he was a senior pastor, you know, the only pastor and senior pastor at a church. Um, but uh, I, I think there's always an ex- expectations on your on the pastor's wife. But I think the best thing you can do is um, uh, protect her. Yeah, and and don't have those expectations on her. And I think she'll do great. Well, don't don't hold her to the standards that people hold her to. Right, hold her to the standards that you would hold I've her seen, to. I've seen people do that to their kids. Um, for instance. Somebody says hi to the pastor's son, and he's three. He's shy. He hides behind the leg. The pastor says, go ahead and say hi, Billy. Come on, say hi. And, and b- people do that to their wives, too. Why didn't you speak to this person? Why didn't you do that? And if your wife's not real social, it's just not something she's going to be good at. Um, what was I going to say? Ah, I had a real good point about – about. Um, oh, 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 oh. Uh, <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> Maybe it'll uh-huh. come later. You're senile. Well, I guess so. But mm, I really wanted to make that point. But that's okay. That's okay. Uh, expectations from members of the congregation. Uh, he says, "I'm yeah, we've already read all that stuff. Sorry for the uh, delay in the podcast there, folks. So if you have any questions uh, for Geek Gloves Nerd or Ask Jen or any comments or topic ideas or questions, uh, as Jen did earlier, send your questions to geeklovesnerd at gmail.com. If it happens to be a question directly for Jen, you can uh, list that subject as Ask Jen and we will get right on it. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Uh, people at times have accused my wife to me or asked me if she was mad at them or if she was stuck up. Mm. And the truth is my wife is a little shy. Mm-hmm. If she doesn't know you, she's I'm not. And, and you know what? Honestly, I wouldn't say you're very shy. I would say you're average. I would say you're normal shy. Well, a you're, lot of people have called me reserved. Like, <laughs> no, you're laughing. Meaning I'm just not. Out, um, right. I'm, she is not outgoing. 
I'm not. She's not. I'm great with people I know. People I don't know. It's it's a struggle for me. But you know, there's a lot of people that can be called that, especially in a in a situation like you're in. But the thing is, people automatically because she's a pastor's wife default to she's mad at me. Mm -hmm. Um, Because everybody thinks they know – everybody thinks because they know you that you know them. Right. Um, And then – or they think that uh, she is uh, stuck up. Mm -hmm. And that's ridiculous. And I've had to tell her, no, Jen is the least stuck up person in the planet and (laughs) she doesn't know you. How could she – you can't take anything she would do personally because she Mm -hmm. doesn't know you personally. And uh, she talks to people when she knows them just Mm -hmm. like – 99% 99% of all people in America. <laughs> exactly. So that's really been the only big expectation thing. And there was a time, honestly, I was I was probably trying to pressure you to be more outgoing and say mm-hmm. hi to people and all that kind of stuff, but I'm done with that. I'm done with that. Um, <laughs> if you want to be a butt to everybody, fine. If you want everybody in the church to hate you, fine. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, we do have a uh, – we don't have any voicemails today. If you do want to call in with your questions or comments, you can send it to 206 206- 600-5704, but somebody did write in. Uh, hiya, I'm about halfway through Geek Loves Nerd, episode 15. I was a stay-at-home dad, plus a student for the first couple of years that our little boys, uh, our little, he's four years old now. Uh, I never thought it would be easy. Grandma helped out a lot. It was the hardest thing ever. And now mom works late daily, so I'm still a part-time uh, full-time dad, if that makes any sense. I wouldn't have traded being a stay-at-home dad for anything, even though I'm one of those crazy, uh, uh, even though I'm one of those that goes crazy if I'm not employed, but the job of dad is the most important thing I could ever do. Thanks. And this is from Daryl. So interesting comments from a father, stay-at-home dad. I think so. that would be even harder. I mean, stay-at-home moms have such stigma, but stay-at-home dads just like... Well, yeah. You, you, you must uh, not be able to get a job ever <laughs> yeah I mean, your, your wife makes money and you don't uh hey uh dear james and jen i just heard your most recent episode of geek loves nerd and uh heard your comment about soccer moms having a christian fish somewhere on their car uh i just got my junior high class ring a junior high class ring have you ever heard of such a thing no but you know what um David said the Emily's yearbook cost $75. Oh, OMG. What did ours cost? I don't even remember paying for it. If it did, it was like five or something. I don't know. It was a little Good tiny. Night. $75. You know what it is? It's this life touch people. They're so. like, hey, all class the, rings for middle schoolers. <laughs> all the all the pictures in the yearbook are like that, that special finish. <laughs> you have to stare at it and cross your eyes. <laughs> yeah. And the face comes popping out. I can see a dolphin. No, it's Emily. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. All right, class ring. I just got a junior high class ring, and I got a Christian fish picture in the stone. Does that make me a soccer kid? No. That makes you a cheesy Christian kid (laughs) with a junior high class ring. What were you thinking? And not all soccer moms have Christian fish, because not all soccer moms are Christian. None of them are. (laughs) No, usually. (laughs) Even if they have a fish, they're not. No, the fish does not make you a Christian. No more than, what does the pastor say, being, or not ours, thank God, but no more than being in a garage makes you a car. (laughs) That's the dumbest thing ever. Like what? I'm going to make a whole sermon series about that. Just because you're a tool. <laughs> Just because you're at a pig farm, you're not a pig. <laughs> or a farmer. 
Oh, gosh. Okay. One thing, this is so random, but Pastor this morning was doing his sermon, and he was talking about being on the Punch and Judy show when he was a little kid. What's Punch and Judy? Have you ever heard of that? I, I, Maybe I, it was a Kansas City a, local show. No, I think it was national, but I think it was old. It was like back in the Diz A, okay? But he's only like 10 years older than us. I know, but Punch and Judy, I think it was a puppet <laughs> show. I don't know anything about it. I'll look it up on Google afterwards. But he was on the show, and they were interviewing him, and they said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he goes, he, he says, I, was, I got nervous. I'm, I'm like five, you know, and I wanted to say I want to be a pastor like my dad, but he said I I want to be a pastor. <laughs> and I looked up at my other pastor friend, and I says, "Well, Lord knows he's been pooped on enough around here, so <laughs> maybe he got his dream." <laughs> but uh, yeah, I want to be a pastor. Hmm. So there you go, uh, Norway man. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Become a uh, you got to deal with uh, her being a pastor's wife. <laughs> All right. Uh, and, and you will get pooped on a lot. Sorry. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and you'll be pooping all over your marriage, too, while you're at it. Uh, that's one of our phrases. Well, you're pooping all over our marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, closing stuff. We got a website. You can go check it out. There's nothing on there except for these shows. But uh, geeklovesnerd.com. Um, you can go and check out our forums uh, through through that website also have an opportunity for you to sponsor a show if you'd like our next show is going to be sponsored by somebody Ooh, it's really cool it's yeah. exciting yeah it's a knitting mom from the forums so oh. uh if you do sponsor a show and you want to get on the forums you will get super member status and you will be able to have access to stuff that nobody else does except wow. for you and the other people that paid five dollars but uh sponsoring shows only five bucks and it's an easy way for you to support this wonderful show that my wonderful wife does with her wonderful husband, Skippy McGee, a.k.a. me. Uh, email your comments, questions, love, feedback, diaper rash, to geeklovesnerd at gmail.com. Don't ever podcast this late again. 206-600-5704. That's our show. And uh, you know what, Jen? What? I loved me. <laughs> I loved you. I, I loved you, too. I, I loved you more. I loved me. Back in the day. <laughs> Back in the day. It used to be love before the children. Oh, gosh. Yeah. This show is a riz app. I'm becoming so strizzy. You're so cool.